Hi, it's Bonnie back with you again today and thanks for listening to The Leader, Coronavirus Daily. If you're a new listener, welcome. We hope you enjoy today's selection of news and interviews. And if you do, then please subscribe and leave a review if you've got a moment. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader, Coronavirus Daily. Hi, I'm Bonnie Christian. Boris Johnson admits defeat and makes a humiliating U-turn on providing free school meals this summer. This Manchester United player who really galvanised this whole debate about free school meals carrying on for the whole summer holidays. You then found a series of senior Conservative figures coming out saying, actually, why are we holding out against this? The Evening Standard's political editor, Joe Murphy, says the government lost control of the ball as pressure within the PM's own party mounted. And... During the wars, there was suspension of racing. There was no racing behind closed doors. I mean, the whole concept of racing or sports taking place behind closed doors is a, is a completely new and alien one to all of us. Royal Ascot's Nick Smith. Can the race be the same without the Queen or most of its spectators in attendance? Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is the leader, Coronavirus Daily. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, a young footballer has sparked a hasty U-turn by the government on free school meals. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We're in 2020 now and it's just something that I don't believe should be should be happening. You know, that this is all going on at a time where kids should be concentrating on schoolwork and and stuff like that. Manchester United forward Marcus Rashford, talking to BBC Breakfast there, has helped force a stunning U-turn from the government to provide free school meals for the needy over summer. His letter to MPs using his own impoverished past struck a chord with the nation and sounded the death knell for the policy. Our editorial column says the government faced three problems with stopping the scheme. First, this administration already took the decision to provide meal vouchers during the Easter holidays, so why cancel them for the summer? 
Second, the Tories are coming from behind on the issue. They used to be in front. David Cameron's coalition administration introduced free school meals for all in certain primary school years, but Theresa May pointlessly promised to scrap that in her disastrous 2017 election manifesto, something the Evening Standard said at the time was a mistake and which she was forced to abandon. Third, the government have simply been outplayed by Marcus Rashford. He has put a moral and just case for action without being partisan or shrill. The Evening Standard's political editor, Joe Murphy, joins me now. Joe, what exactly sparked this U-turn by the PM today? There's one name who's sparked this U-turn today, and it's Marcus Rashford, a Manchester United footballer and England player who has really made a quite extraordinary intervention in politics. He wrote an open letter to MPs, he did some TV interviews, and this morning he was doing a series of tweets all about child poverty and his own compelling story, which is that, as a young lad, he depended on food banks and free school meals to grow when he was growing up. And warning that in coronavirus, lots of people who weren't in need usually, were in need. He sparked a fair bit of political pressure. Where's that been coming from and what's been said? You know, we've seen really a remarkable example of how politics can work sometimes when emotion and big personalities come together and operate to really find the pinch point for change. What you found was Marcus Rashford, this Manchester United player, who really galvanised this whole debate about free school meals carrying on for the whole summer holidays, which they've never done usually. And you then found a series of senior Conservative figures coming out saying, actually, why are we holding out against this? It's funny, Bonnie, but it's going to cost £120 million in addition to a £63 million hardship fund that the Prime Minister announced last week to do this U-turn. That's a huge amount of money. And yet, in the context of today's pandemic response, where the taxpayer is spending tens of billions of pounds every month supporting furloughed workers and businesses, actually, it's a pretty small amount of change to risk a big political hoo-ha. Is there a sense that they responded quickly enough? It's been pretty quick as U-turns go. Um, you might remember that in the 2017 general election, uh, Theresa May wanted to cut free school meals and she said she'd do it and then she lost her majority and had to do a U-turn at leisure rather than at haste. Well, Boris Johnson has read the writing on the wall and he's seen senior Tories. I think the mood was summed up best by the Scottish former Conservative leader, Ruth Davidson, who said, come on guys, is this really the hill we want to die on? And of course... Nobody wants to go down as the person who uh, withdrew free school meals. Even today, Margaret Thatcher is remembered in some quarters as Thatcher, Thatcher, Milk Snatcher. Well, uh, this was, relatively speaking, a small amount of money, but the political consequences of not U-turning could have been quite large. And finally, how many kids is this going to impact and what does it mean for them now to have this programme extended? So for the extra £120 million, you'll be getting a one-off voucher. So at the start of the school holidays, um, the families of uh, all the people who are currently eligible for free school meals, and that's about 1.3 million children or 15% of state school pupils, um, they'll get a voucher and it'll be redeemable in supermarkets every week for 
meals or ingredients and the value of that well i think school meals at the moment are valued at about 15 pounds a week but the details of exactly what this will be worth they're still to come but the principle is out there and just before there was going to be a commons vote on the issue the government has u-turned Next. The irony is there's no dress code here, but we're encouraging people to dress as if they're going to Royal Ascot at home. Royal Ascot's Director of Racing, Nick Smith, describes what will be a very different start to the five-day showstopper. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. At this time of year, Ascot officials are usually preparing to welcome 300,000 racegoers dressed in their finest for the first of a five-day royal meeting in Berkshire. But for the first time in 250 years, the showpiece horse race will be run behind closed doors and only 500 people will be allowed on the track each day. One of those who'll be missing is the Queen, who won't be attending for the first time in 68 years. So no royal carriage procession, no trophy presentations and no spectators. But Director of Racing Nick Smith says there's still plenty to be excited about. He joins me now. Nick, on a normal year, what would the scene at Royal Ascot look like? Well, there'll be 300,000 people coming through the gate over the week and we're only uh, able to allow 500 people a day. Um, so you would see, you know, the, the iconic image of the royal enclosure, top hat and tails, um, you know, over 10,000 people a day dressed just in that fashion and lots more who aren't in the royal enclosure too. Um, obviously, the day would normally open with the royal procession with the Queen and members of the royal family coming down the straight mile at two o'clock. Uh, another thing that obviously clearly isn't practical in a behind closed doors um, scenario. We're really just concentrating on putting the racing on, on our side here at Ascot and, uh, and letting the, the digital online and television crews bring the event home. And I know that uh, everybody's involved in all sorts of initiatives from you know, historical look backs to virtual singing around the bandstand, which traditionally closes racing here, very British site. That, you know, if you tried to replicate it, certainly in this in this in this decade, this century, you know, people would think you were crazy, but it's a, it's a tradition that's much loved here. And it's important that people are reminded about those things and they can pick them up again in 12 months' time. And has the Royal Ascot ever faced a challenge like this before? Uh, during the wars, there was suspension of racing, so uh, but that was, that, uh, there was no racing behind closed doors. 
I think the whole concept of racing or sports taking place behind closed doors is a is a completely new and alien one to all of us. So uh, whether you're running football or cricket or racing or any other sport, you're doing it from a from a standing start, really. And, and I don't think any of us really know what to expect. I mean, there's been racing since the first of June, and so that so the jockeys. Um, and the trainers will actually be used to how it all works. But for, for those of us running the, an individual venue, it's, it's clearly different. And of course, Royal Ascot's the biggest racing event of the summer, arguably of the year, with the Cheltenham Festival. And, um, and, and no event on this, on this scale could run behind closed doors. So, and the impact of a meeting that has so much more to it than the racing at its heart will be felt most um, most clearly, more clearly than any other sporting event, I think. And the Queen will be watching from Windsor Castle this year. Is this the first time she's missing the event? Yep, she hasn't missed the day of Royal Ascot since her coronation. So she's um, she's she's at Windsor Castle with her, you know I would imagine with her husband and uh, and, and what have you, and I'm sure going to enjoy it. Um, Hugely. For the rest of us watching at home, how can we enjoy the fanfare and still make it a big event? The irony is there's no dress code here, but we're encouraging people to dress as if they're going to Royal Ascot at home. All part of the fun. And if you send your picture in and make the donation, you're in for, you can win all sorts of exciting prizes for next year's Royal Meeting. Download the virtual race card, watch the racing on television, um, engage with, with what we put out during the day and, and what ITV put out with that through the day. And we'll, um, I'm sure we'll all have an unusual but very special week. And that's the leader, Coronavirus Daily. You can keep up with all the latest COVID-19 developments with the Evening Standards live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm.